Jeff from Running Crunch. It's Wednesday, the 12th of January, and uh, this is episode number four. Episode number four. I'm Jeff. This is Running Crunch. This will be my first run cast. Hopefully, you can tell I'm running. Hopefully, you can't tell too much that I'm running. <laughs> I'm going at a fairly slow clip for my first run cast. Anyway, if you're just joining Running Crunch, I'm a beginning runner. I've been trying to become a runner for about probably seven or eight years I've been trying to get in shape for about 20 years and in the last six months I've gotten serious about trying to be a a runner so this podcast is about becoming a beginning runner and getting through that first stage when you're comfortable enjoy running hopefully my jacket's not too noisy we'll see if this one survives the editing process and I hear a lot of swishing I have to run in my military uniform and the jackets that they give us um, or that you buy pretty crappy they put a new jacket out but and it's much nicer but I just bought this one and it one cost almost $50 so uh, I'll buy it eventually but right now I'm not going to anyway already off on a tangent um, so the podcast is about beginning running this is my first run cast um, I'll launch into a training update, I think, first. Um, had a really good week last week. Um, my calves, while sore, did not hurt. Uh, I think I got some really good miles on them. I ended up with about 23 miles for the week with no injuries, a little bit of soreness. Some really good training. Um, my longest run was six miles, 6.2, and that was on a treadmill. Um, that's also the longest I've ever run. So, yay for me. And I did it easily, with, which is even better. Um, sorry about the traffic, folks. Quite a few cars around here. Hopefully it'll get quieter as I turn the corner up here. So last week also, another big event was I had my quickest mile and a half run, a personal record, just under um, 13 minutes, 12 minutes and 40 seconds or so. So that was great too. Very happy with that. Encouraged me to set a new goal of a personal record of uh, of sub 10 on the mile and a half 
so I'm going to give myself plenty of time to do that until July, but I think I can do it. My fitness is really spiking right now. So, that happened last week. And then also, I ran my first 5K in 26 years, which was amazing. Not because I did an amazing job running, because I didn't. It was just amazing to get a 5K done. That's superb. Um, so, 23 miles. Felt good. No injuries. Nice, solid base. Challenge will be to not repeat my error when I hurt my calf and to keep the training down so that um, I only increase by 10%. So that's my plan. So this week I'm shooting for about 25 miles. And uh, halfway through the week, and I'm at 12, so, so far so good. I think that's it for the training update. I'll take a brief break, get past some people up here, and then we'll talk some more. I don't want to be in Finley cause it goes to bed at nine. I don't want to be in Bowling Green because it's plastered all the time. Spend some time with you I don't want to be in Cincy Cause it smells like burning tires I don't want to be in Cleveland Cause the vehicle catch on fire I don't want to be in Dayton Not without a 22 I just want to spend some time with you Some time with you. Spend some time with you. 
to those of you who follow me on either a blog or Twitter or obviously listen to the podcast and I remember that I'm in the military and deployed to Iraq in Baghdad um been here six months six months to go actually it's getting close to seven and five I miss my family terribly my wife and my three little girls but Skype has been a huge godsend and I've been able to stay in contact with them and my parents and friends it's been really fantastic um, we'll talk more future episodes about military stuff what I do in the military and all that but that's not important right now you'll get to know me over time I uh, I bring up Iraq though because where I'm running it's called Lost Lake and uh, it's the weirdest thing you know the, right next to Baghdad International Airport Saddam Hussein built a bunch of what basically a government buildings and residences, vacation homes, places for dignitaries to stay. And uh, I'll have to look into it. But there's this status symbol where you know it's a desert, so you surround your your place with water. It's kind of a status thing. So, you know, Iraq, Baghdad being the land between Mesopotamia, land between two rivers, uh, Tigris and Euphrates run through here, and the Tigris feeds water through canals into these lakes, and I'm running around one of them, it's called Lost Lake, don't know why, one day I'll find out, but the, the key is, um, that's water in the middle of the desert, first of all. And second of all, it's lined with these palm trees. So, on a nice day, and today is really pretty nice. Um, it's actually a, kind of a nice run. Of course, right on the other side of this wall is, is Indian country. So, uh, I don't run here except in the middle of the day when there's tons of people around but and actually I don't run here very much but it is a nice run and for my first run cast I thought I'd take a jog around it sort of isolated and I won't feel so self-conscious talking um, so I'm in, in Baghdad that's five months to go. A little over five months. I will get to go to D.C. here very shortly. Beautiful wife is going to meet me there. So we'll get to spend uh, some days together, which will be fantastic. Um, can't tell you how much I miss her and just being with her. So if uh, this deployment has done anything for me, it has re-strengthened my commitment to my family and uh, just re-emphasize their priority in my life. So, 
enough of that pushy stuff. She knows how I feel. Um, so, shifting gears on Twitter, I think it was Twitter, might have been Daily Mile. One of the guys, uh, I'm not a huge Twitter guy, I don't do a lot of it, but I've started to do a little more. One of the guys that I was chit-chatting back and forth with said that he was looking for my next runcast to contain running tips. And I thought, <laughs> well, clearly he doesn't know that much about me because I'm not the guy to give running tips. Um, having failed so much in the past and being a beginning runner myself and still reading and learning every day I thought, yeah, I'm not going to give running tips but then overnight you know thoughts seated in my brain what I can do is really briefly spend a few minutes talking about um, what I've learned Sorry about the wind, folks. Uh, hopefully that's not too loud. Anyway, briefly talk about what I've learned through, you know, 22 years of failure. Going through this, uh, this kind of running venture. So, I'll talk about that real quick. I sort of divided it up into a few categories. Um, first two sound similar, but I think they're different. First one is motivation, and the second one is mindset. To me, motivation is really, I didn't, I put it first on purpose, it's really the key. Um, and by motivation, I don't mean the daily motivation to get out the door necessarily. I think that's important on a day-to-day basis. But I think if you do your, I think if you prepare yourself to become a runner correctly, motivation will be a lot more than that. And before I get into details about that, just a quick. Uh, story, not story, but relate to kind of my personal experience. For years, running has seemed like a great way for me to lose weight, you know, because, hell, I can, especially when I was heavy, 260 pounds, I can go run a mile and burn 210 calories, you know, in 15 or 20 minutes. Right, a mile in 15 minutes. Think about it. <laughs> anyway, so running was a great way to lose weight. At least that's what I thought. So my motivation to run was to lose weight. It didn't work. It didn't even come close to working. Because the motivation to lose weight is shallow. It's uh, losing weight can't be your vision. And uh, I'll get into that. Um, actually, I'll just get into it right now. But I'll just say that losing, I'm about to slow down a little bit. 
funny talking to you guys. I was running way faster than I wanted to be. I guess I'm excited. Anyway, um, losing weight is a shallow vision because what's behind it? Where are you going with that? What do you what do you achieve? What do you achieve by losing weight? Is it just to get thinner? That's not enough. Very superficial and it doesn't feed your soul, I guess. It doesn't feed anything further than just looking good, you know. Trust me, that's not enough. Won't keep you going. First of all, won't keep you going because it's difficult and it's a long road. Especially if you're like me and 70 pounds overweight at the time. Wanting to look good will just before you look good, you will have to go through too many mornings looking at yourself in the mirror. So it's just not a deep enough vision of yourself. So anyway, let's launch right into the meat of motivation, which I think um, is vision followed by uh, intent and then goals. Kind of how I look at it. It's a little bit military, but. I'll try to keep the military vernacular out of it. Just talk about it in terms of theory. Okay, so vision. I'll just use my personal example. Maybe that'll be sort of illustrative. At first, my vision was me at about what I thought it originally was 220 pounds, looking svelte, looking good in a bathing suit having people look at me and go, that's a good looking guy. That is so shallow and uh, inconsequential really that it just didn't carry me through. It's just not enough. It took me forever to learn that. I just figured it out not long ago. So if I'm offending you, I'm sorry, but it just took me forever to figure out for me that looking a certain way just wasn't enough. So my vision now is to be fit and have energy and to live long enough to see my grandchildren because I have young kids. My youngest is two years old. I'm 44. I'll be 45 shortly. So I'm looking at my little baby and projecting forward and looking at myself and thinking I don't have the energy now to keep up with her. What's it going to be like when all three of them are moving and grooving and I'm 60 and I'm not, I don't have the energy. And it really just shocked me. And I realized that my vision needs to go way past, you know, this idea of how I look and to really be centered on something deeper and that deepness is that deepness you know what I mean <clears throat> that's my relationship with my family with my wife her respect and admiration um, her partnership she's very fit I haven't been so be more of a partner for her and then being there for my kids being able to help my wife when we get to those teenage years, having the energy and the attitude and the mindset 
not being depressed anymore, you know, trudging around, doubting myself and my ability to lose weight. So, vision. Wow, I'm talking for a long time. Sorry. This will probably be a two-part podcast, folks. So, vision turns into intent in the sense that, okay, that's my vision for myself. How am I going to do that? And uh, that's where running comes in. Folks, I like to eat. and uh, I actually love to cook. So, becoming a vegetarian or vegan, um, becoming a restricted calorie kind of guy, that's just not cutting it for me. It won't work. It's not in my DNA. So, I knew that that it had to be something to do with fitness. Plus, people who are skinny, who don't exercise, don't aren't fit, are no different in some ways to people who are grossly overweight and don't, you know, aren't fit. It's really the same thing. So, my intent was to achieve this energy level and this engagedness in my family's life by using running. Because I was an athlete in high school, even though I was never a runner, I have I have this base reserve of athletic ability that I know I can tap into. And I've been doing that slowly and it's worked. So that's intent. Now let's talk goals. I screwed up my goals so bad when I first started down this road. It was horrible. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I would uh, set a goal based on a, a need, a requirement, rather than you know something I wanted to do. So if I had an Air Force fit, fitness test coming up, I'd wait till the last minute. All right, this is going to be loud, folks. Sorry. I'd wait till the last minute and set some utterly ridiculous and unachievable goal and then fail and then hurt myself because my focus, my my vision was just all screwed up and the way I went about it, my intent was all screwed up. until I started to set my goals correctly I really started to see progress and what I mean is this, this is nothing new you will have heard this a thousand times but I can't tell you how true it is your goals have to be realistic your goals have to be measurable and your goals have to be um, have to be realistic. <laughs> this is so important that I can't even remember it. I guess it's because I'm running. Goals have to be measurable. They have to be achievable, and they have to be public. Somebody else has to know about your goals. Those three things. There's more. People talk about other facets of it, 
But I think if you concentrate on those three things, you'll set very useful goals that'll help you achieve your vision. Let me give you some examples. <clears throat> I put my goals up into three categories. Again, nothing new or rocket science. Short term, medium term, long range. Short term goals, I'm very meticulous, very detailed. It has to have a, a measurable aspect. It has to be extremely achievable. I don't even care if the first couple are easy. Make them, achieve them, check them off. Um, and then the, the third part is so measurable, achievable, um, and it has to have a time element. You can't uh, have an open-ended short-term goal. I mean, that seems like a duh thing, right? But if you don't put time next to it, then you can't develop a program to achieve it. So, that's my short-term. Short-term goal examples for me would be running a 5K in less than 25 minutes. That's an example. I have some others. Medium-term goals, a little more lenient with the time aspect, but they're still measurable and achievable. However, I will put a little more of a challenge in myself with my medium-term goals because they kind of feed my short-term goals, if you can understand. So, for instance, one medium-term goal I have is to uh, finish, I'm sorry, it's very windy, finish a half marathon by July 1st of 2011. Achievable. Definitely a challenge. This is the longest I've ever run is 6.2. Um, and it has a time element. And that time element's out there. I've also made it public by posting it on my blog, telling you guys about it, telling my family about it, and putting it as a goal on Daily Mile. So it's out there. It's very public. So that's like medium range goals. And then long, long range goals, self-explanatory. You know, we're talking running a thousand miles in 2011. That kind of thing. Whoops. Slow down again. So now long range goal wise, did something a little different. Set some negative goals. What I mean by that is I know myself and as I start achieving these goals, I'm gonna want to do something like skip a half and train for a marathon right away. Or distract myself from running 
by launching right into sprint triathlon. So I set a negative goal in that I will not train for or run a marathon in 2011. That's my half marathon year. In 2012, I will train for a marathon, but I will not train for triathlon, nor will I do one. 2013 is my sprint try year. So you can see where I'm going. Those are my long-term goals. That's my motivation, folks. Now I'll talk about mindset next, but I'm almost at the end of my run. So we'll talk about that next time. All right, folks, this is Jeff, and uh, that's about it for episode four of Running Crunch. Um, sorry about all the wind and noise. Um, I'm still trying to figure that microphone deal out. So um, if you'll just bear with me, we'll get it better next time. And um, also next time we'll delve more into the rest of my little uh, how to avoid being a failure uh, advice to newbies. So uh, hopefully all you old timers are bearing with me and uh, hopefully some of you new folks can uh, learn from my mistakes uh, as as I kind of finish up on uh, kind of my advice to new runners. So as always, you can email me at runningcrunch uh, at gmail.com. You can uh, go to my blog at runningcrunch.blogspot.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at runningcrunch. And uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes and subscribe to it well there as well. Hope you guys have a great week, and I'll speak to you in Episode 5. Let's go! Cool.